When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever. Dog. Do not go gentle into that good night. Poetry, I feel, is a tyrannical discipline. I was trying to tell a story. The book came to me in a sort of a haze. This is how to write a good short story. No hope, just booze and madness. Everyone in the world has gone to bed one night or another with fear. I saw the best minds of my generation destroyed by madness. Now... Lend me your ears. Hello, and welcome to Literati, a podcast about books and the idiots who write them. And by idiots, I mean kind, wonderful people who we respect and admire. We are your hosts, Colin and Michael, and books are our lives. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Other people have jobs, hobbies, friends, loved ones, but not us. Nope. Just books for us. And that's exactly how we like it. Now, you're probably wondering, what makes you two qualified to host a podcast about literature? Well, if you must know, I was the first person to discover the 27th letter in the English language. I've named it Clemp. It's somewhere between a T and a U, and unfortunately, it smells like shit. Yeah, it's real bad. Uh And I invented a line of hair products just for writers called Gore Vidal Sassoon. And guess what? It smells like shit. Yeah, Colin, I've been meaning to talk to you about it. Your hair looks great. But I don't want to be near you anymore. No, I, it's understandable. If it's you say that this shampoo is just for writers, yeah. What would happen if a non-writer used it? Oh, you don't want to. I mean, your hair would start falling out. Oh, uh, damn. Yeah, your scalp burns. It would okay. burn. Yeah. So uh, it's really very, a specific audience. Yeah, yeah. It takes us because it's sort of like. Uh, mixes with the uh, sort of uh, desperation and, mm. uh, you know, the fear of failure. That, yeah, uh, burnt coffee smell. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. It mm. sort of mixes with all that, so you need to be a writer. I get that. Yeah. I once used a cologne that was specifically just for strong men. Uh-huh. And, uh, well, let's just say I still can't walk upright. Oh, God. But anyway, Colin and I are obviously doing this podcast all the time and yeah. reading books all the time, but often the books that we're reading are the biggest and the best and the most known classic works. I mean, I've got a tome in my left hand and a tome in my right hand. Oh, yeah. You're double fist and tomes, and uh, it looks cool. It does look cool, and it's helping my biceps yeah, get stronger. You don't get a lot done during the day no. since you've uh, sort of taken your hands and arms out of the equation. But, but I've always got a tome when I need one. Yeah. And so we're not always up to what the kids are reading no. and what the kids are writing. Yeah. And so we wanted to take a minute and just sort of check in on what some of the best-selling books that are currently out right now um, what those books are like and maybe see is this something we're interested in maybe we could uh, get excited about them or more likely realize that they're bad shitty books and that we're doing well to stick to our Iliads and Odysseys that is probably what's going to happen but you know we like to say that we're open and so uh, we're going to give it a shot never had my mind changed before but nope. today could be the day <clears throat> alright we're going to look at the paperback trade fiction charts let's open the- it up 
New York Times bestsellers. Number one, four weeks on the list is The Art of Racing in the Rain by Garth Stein. Don't like that name. Nope. And uh, let me just read the description. An insightful lab terrier mix helps his owner, a struggling race car driver. Ugh. I, I feel like you got two. Yeah, there's dogs in here. It could just be about dog racing. And then you got a car driver racer. It's like just too much. You've got one. too much yeah, going just, on. Just is there one. a book about cars or is your book about dogs? <laughs> yeah. And then it's racing in the rain. I, I'm sorry. I hate to be a stickler. That sounds dangerous. That's very dangerous. Wet roads don't drive. Yeah. Also, the description helps his owner, a struggling race car driver. I thought there was going to be a helps him what? Wait, so this dog is the protagonist too? Like, is that... I I prefer a book with just one character. Uh, one character, one type of racing. Art of Racing in the Rain, two thumbs down. <laughs> okay, next, 50 weeks on the list. <clears throat> this book is called The Tattooist of Auschwitz. Oh, I'm, I hate to really burn a book about Auschwitz. Yeah, but well, I'm gonna, gonna do it. I'm gonna say this sounds like shit already. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's written by Heather Morris, and let's see, maybe the description will lighten the mood. A concentration camp detainee tasked with permanently marking fellow prisoners falls in love with one of them. Okay, I I think personally, if you're in Auschwitz and you're getting a tattoo. Let that tell the story. We don't need a book about the tattoo. <laughs> if you're on a vacation to Auschwitz yeah. and you're getting a tattoo, I don't. I wouldn't I even advise it. It just seems. It just seems. What uh, sicko unnecessary. wants yeah. to write a book about Auschwitz? Yeah. <laughs> also, the only uh, tattoos I want to see or uh-huh. hear anything I know about where this is, is going. Dave Navarro's Ink Masters. Oh yeah, yes. that's the only one I'm concerned with. And I like the ones. I read where- a book about. About uh, Dave, Dave Navarro. Navarro's, uh, yeah, Ink Masters. Oh, is that do you what think anybody's Ink written Masters? that? Yes, it okay, is. Great. I have shot a thing with them in New Jersey. Oh, yeah? It sucked. <laughs> Everybody there had exactly the attitude they look like they have. <laughs> it's like if emo pop punk bands of 2003 uh-huh. suddenly got a reality show all about tattoos. <laughs> The uh, the apartment I live in right now, I uh, initially it had a lot of people who uh, had a lot of tattoos, and I was like, very into the idea of having a new group of friends who had a lot of tattoos. Mm. Turns out just a very uh, dramatic group. Yeah, you know yeah. what that, the problem there is, Colin? You're yeah. making image-based decisions. Yeah, I know. Once again. But I thought I could be the cool non-tattooed friend inside a group of everybody friends Everybody would be like, wow, tattoos. look at this yeah. guy brave enough to stand out without any tattoos. Yeah, exactly. That's what very I was hoping for. Cool. Um, okay, we're going to jump down to number seven, which has been on the list for 63 weeks, and it's titled Eleanor Oliphant is Completely Fine by Gail Honeyman. So, I know Timothy Oliphant. Mm-hmm. And I know and Big a- Elephants. <laughs> and, and uh, also, so- <laughs> yeah, who's this about? Yeah. I know Eleanor Rigby. Yeah. I- uh, also, it's called Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine. Mm, he thinks the lady doth protest too much. Yeah. Or if she's telling the truth, then this isn't a story. Is exactly. there no Is there no drama? In, in, I, I mean, mean, we have given our listeners now years of advice. Yeah. Uh, and one of the main things we say is conflict, conflict, conflict. Well, Avoid I, it in your personal life, <laughs> but pump it into your writing. Yeah. Uh, and so this just sounds like there's no story here. Mm-hmm. I don't want to read it. I'd Hard. rather just watch a. I'd just rather watch Timothy Oliphant on uh, Justified. Oh, or Justified. Which one? I, I've. Or uh, you know what? I'm gonna say uh, uh, the Santa Clarita Diet. Oh, that would be my. God, my I wish they made a book out of that. Oh, oh, I'd eat it up. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, uh, we got time for one more. Let's see. Uh, how about um, mm, how about the warning by James Patterson and Robinson Wells? Oh, the uh, guy from Twilight made. No, a we book? made that joke last time we did this section. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna just stop that one in its tracks for longtime listeners. Sorry, we're not gonna edit that out. I'll read the description. A small southern town is not the same after a power plant accident. Too vague. Get get more specific. Also, I don't think it's fair that you have two people writing a book. What's your take on that, Colin? Yeah. Uh, look, if you can't do it on your own, uh, it's not worth doing. I completely agree. Yeah. My co-host. <laughs> yes, my co-host. Uh, so I'm just going to go. There's like 40 more books. And these are, of course, just the ones that are in paperback. I'm going to just go ahead and say they all look like shit. Yeah. I don't want to read any of them. No, I, I agree. I don't want to read... A single one of these books. We gave it a shot, though. If anything, I'll go to the library, leaf through them, tear out the pages that I like, go home, boom. Yeah. Free reading. That's one of our insider tips here at Literati. You You don't have to pay for a book if you go to the library (laughs) and tear out pages bit by bit. Nobody's so, you, everybody's going to Amazon. I was wondering why your bookshelf it it never looked like there were books on your bookshelf. It just looked like individual mm. pieces of paper. I am spending so much money on staples. Yeah, because I have to staple them all together bit by bit, and then at the end I take a big binder clip. But they're different books. Yes, I, it's sort of like a collage style approach to reading. Oh wow, that's really cool. Yes, thank you. Um, it sort of represents my mind, fragmented, chaotic, but ultimately unrewarding. But you know what's not unrewarding is having a friend in the studio. Oh, and unfortunately, our friends were very busy, uh, yeah. so we got a professional um, in the medical field uh, to come. Someone who we who we know from comedy and who you might have seen at Comedy Central or the Comedy Cellar. Or um, what's another? What's uh, the third? Apollo. Or the Apollo. Yeah. Just, but she's walking away from all of it. Yes. To um, get this, folks, approach a career in medicine. That sounds like a waste of time if you ask me. But hey, that's that's her choice. I always say laughter is the best medicine. And um, I guess we'll find out if that's true or not. Yeah. Please welcome to Literati our guest, Natasha Vainblot. Doctor. Sorry, let's take that again. Please welcome to the podcast, Dr. Natasha Vainblot. Welcome. Thank you so much. Oh, yes. because so And I'm so glad you corrected it because otherwise I wouldn't have come on. Oh, yeah. You had one foot out the door. I did. Yeah. It's just so important, you know, that I mm. transition into my professional world as a doctor. So you have to introduce me that way. I've, I've put too much time and effort into becoming a medical professional. Oh, I know? totally hear you. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank T- you. Titles are everything. Mm-hmm. They really are. And I mean, it's also it's that's what you're putting out to the world, yeah. you know, and the world will respond. You exactly. Know. I'm going to have a medical degree. Yeah. Now, what's an Esquire? What is an Esquire? Yeah, because that's one of those titles that people have. Yeah. And I see it come up on drop down menus. And I know I'm it's a magazine DVDs. that I subscribe yes. to. Yes. Oh, I think it's uh, I think it's an old timey squire, mm. but for the digital age. An so it's actually an e-squire. Oh, I got okay. that. Yeah. Cool. That okay. makes sense. Okay. Sounds like, like I'm almost one of those. Wow. Well, so, um, Dr. Natasha Vainblot, yes. um, we're so excited to have you here, but I got to say, frankly, we don't know what the hell you're going to be reading because okay. we're used to fiction authors who right. read stories about 
one character overcoming one issue. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I think that's and that's one of the reasons I'm so excited to come on comedy shows. And people book me as a comedian, and I say absolutely not. I mean, mm. I say yes, I'll come. Yeah. Uh, but then I don't do any comedy. Instead, I read um, very dry medical texts. Okay. Uh, and that's just because I think we're not giving medicine the kind of accol- the accolades, you know, and the attention it deserves. So what I'm going right. to be doing is I'm going to be reading some of you some of um, excerpts from my soon to be published. A medical journal. Okay, yeah. wow. So, so wait, you're publishing your own medical journal. Cor- yeah, it's, it'll be my own. Yeah, so it'll be a medical textbook. You can get it on Amazon.com. Okay, well, I do have a good workaround if you don't want to go to Amazon. Uh, is it that li- library thing that you, you mentioned? You were listening to the intro? Yeah. Yes, that is the workaround. <laughs> yeah, so this won't be, I mean, I will be placing it in libraries, but you're not going to find it on a library catalog. Okay, okay. Uh, they keep if whenever I am there, by the way, it might be in the fiction section, but you need to if you see that, you need to take it and you need to move it right to the medical journal. All oh, right. Yeah. So that's that's a call to action for our literati listeners. If yeah. you find uh, Dr. Natasha Vainblatt's work in the fiction section, just go ahead and move that to the I don't know uh, why they keep doing it. it feels like a, a prank annoying. from, you know, my comedy days or something. Yeah, but that's annoying. Yeah. Well, um, we're so excited to hear. Some excerpts from your medical yeah, journal. Take it What's away. the medical journal going to be called? It's going to be called Official Medical Journal. No jokes. That sounds really official. That's I'm like yeah. now I'm getting mad that they're that they're putting I it in know. the wrong section for it's you. Insane. Like it's in the title. Yeah. No jokes. Totally. Why well, would you put it in the comedy? I am. Uh, we- you know what it is? I am wearing fake teeth in the photo. <laughs> Wait, you have a, you have a the Patch Adams bad. approach to medicine. The thing is, I don't. No. Oh, okay. okay. So I'm how very do you, what happened? Did you forget that it was photo I'll, day? So uh, you know how some people grind their teeth at night? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. I know. I got TMJ, baby. Yeah. So I grind them only during the day. Oh. <laughs> just kind of to help you focus. Yeah, I just I'm mostly just so stressed when people talk to me. Mm. You know what you should do is drink coffee. Oh, you know, I've tried that. It helps me focus. It helps I can't even me. get it. You know what I do, though? I chew it up, and this is a problem. Oh, so I go, yeah. So a lot of it doesn't get in my mouth. But anyway, so I kept busting through my night guard. Yeah. And so what I... That's funny, because I've been busted through my nightgown. Because I don't know if I'm buying the wrong size or if my... If I'm doing the wrong side of the squats, because my ass is huge, and I'm so busting the, out of my nightgown. Your your behind is busting through the dress? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, yeah. It's, wow. Uh, I am. Wait, tearing. you know what? Did you get that? Did you get that from Mango. dot com? Um, I don't tell the listeners where I buy my clothes, but I will say that right now there's a Labor Day sale at Mango. dot com. Yeah, which will that no longer be applied trash. when we re- uh, release this episode. And they are not one of our sponsors. No. Yeah. So Please that's just don't a free buy clothes. Plug. From them. So you wear fake novelty teeth? I wear fake novelty teeth to prevent my teeth from grinding Got when it. I'm having conversations during the day. Well, okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I have very sensitive eyes, so um, to sort of protect my pupils and irises from that, I wear the um, 
the glasses with eyeballs yes. that fall out mm. with slinkies attached. Absolutely. And it just sort of any time that the sun's really bright, I just put those eyeballs right back up. <laughs> those also work if you're staring at an eclipse. Oh. I mean, obviously, if they fall out, that's a problem. You're in right. trouble. But yeah. you just you have keep to keep them, them in. in. Which isn't, it's not that hard to do. It's not if you're hard. a kid, you just that's have to have the right angle. You have yes. the right angle. It's all about yeah. the angle. It's well, all about the angle. Yeah. I'm let's sorry. Say, yeah. I, these tips, these medical tips and tricks, I'm so excited to hear more. Please. Take it away, Dr. Natasha Vainblatt. I should also preface this by, sure. uh, so the kind of medicine I practice is not just kind of random medicine that doesn't feel necessary. You know, what I want to do is I want to help the people directly. So what I do is I actually answer medical questions that um, citizens leave in Quora. Do you know that website, Quora? Oh. Yes, I yeah. do. I um, It's like a Yahoo Answers. Correct. Yeah. Right. Okay. So uh, there's a lot of medical questions that just aren't being addressed. So what I do is I answer these questions that I find. Oh, that's great. Yep. Great. Okay, wonderful. Uh, yeah. So here's, here's one of my uh, medical answers. Okay. Uh, so the question is, can your penis fall off naturally? Okay. So my response is 100%. And here's how. So the shaft of your penis, which is full of blood and guts, is connected to the rest of your body with skin and guts. If that connection is loosened or severed, your penis will drop off. How can that connection loosen? If you spend the next 80 plus years gently tugging on your penis, pulling it from your body, this will cause the skin to become more elastic. If at that same time you expose the area where your shaft connects to your body to harsh winds and cold, the skin connecting your shaft will begin to dry and flake. If you do not moisturize the area, the flakes will start to peel off. And if at the same time you contract whooping cough and don't have access to modern medicine, the continual contractions from your abdomen will shake all the flaking skin off your shaft and cause your penis to naturally pop off. Okay, and so you can't see this because it's on the page, but the same gentleman who asked the question said, okay, but what if I never touch my penis? I followed up. Let's say you never touch your penis. It's perfectly connected to the rest of your body. Guess what? Your penis will still fall off. Here's how. If you happen to score tickets to the zoo and are given the privilege of entering the gorilla cage, perhaps you've befriended the zookeeper or have won a contest. I don't know your life. If on that day you wear loose-fitting sweatpants that have gotten thin from years of wear and that gorilla is a female who is in heat and sees the outline of your penis from your very thin sweats, she could wrap her fingers and opposable thumb around the shaft of your penis, at which point a simple tug from the lady gorilla can pull your penis clean off. Um, yeah, so that's, we kind of stopped talking there. He did, he, I think he blocked me, I think is what is officially, I couldn't continue to add information. Uh, but that um, that's just one of the Oh wow! I, I also Two like scenarios. it because yeah. it kind of uh, it kind of acts as a how-to for anyone who's looking to uh, get rid of their penis as well. Yeah, obviously I don't condone that. I mean, unless that's something that you want, so be it. I think you know uh, everyone deserves a penis if they want their penis. Yeah, you know what I mean. And if yeah. they don't, but not want everyone it, does. Yeah, of course. Donate I'm just it. realizing now that I should not have eaten all of those sausages right before recording because I'm not feeling that great. <laughs> Oh, no. Well, I'm feeling a, a little nauseous. Yeah. I did see. I was walking over here and I was like, who is that? It looked like a little raccoon just eating a bunch of sausages the from guy the ground. On the street cart, and that was you. The guy at the street cart said it's a one for a dollar or 15 for $50. That was part of the that was on the sign or he, oh, he I, just said it. He said that to me. 
Anyway, and you're I'm sure he wasn't like making a joke. Because yeah, I've eaten from that cart. I've never had him offer. All I yeah. know 50. is that when I hear a deal like that, I'm going to whip out a $50 bill, pay for it, okay. and have myself a dinner. But all I'm saying is right yeah. now, I am wish I didn't because that was so graphic. Oh, sure. Um, and the medical, there's something about medical stuff that makes me queasy. I, I don't know. have the words for it. Right. This is also a good time to just let everybody know that I recently found out that both of my parents... And my girlfriend's parents listen to the podcast despite me telling them not to. So just a big shout out uh, to mom, dad, Don, and Carolyn. Well, and future mom and dad, let's be honest. Let's be honest, yeah. So if you guys are listening, just use those tips. Wow, I can't, I can't believe heart. we had our first proposal on <laughs> Literati. Yeah. yeah, well, you know what? I'd be honored. So that's really interesting stuff. Yeah. Uh, that makes me want to never befriend a zookeeper. And Something I, that at once I would have thought this would be a great addition to my life. Right. I, I'm going to have to start. I do have a lot of zookeeper friends, mm-hmm. and I think I might have to start distancing myself. A lot of from people them. do. They're very friendly people. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that, that's a problem because, again, they have access to animals in a way that humans should not. Yeah. Totally. I, I, I think it's important, uh, you know. I mean, zookeepers, I mean, it's similar to someone who has like a basement full of guns or something like that. Right. These are deadly creatures. And they have access oh, to yes. all of them. There's a reason that zoos have tall walls and cages. Right. You know, that's and that's where the animals want to live. Yeah. They wouldn't go there if they didn't want to be kept separate from us. Yeah. The yeah, animals wouldn't move there. Yeah. There's a door and it's locked. Yeah. But obviously they have the keys. Yeah. Yes. And if they it's wanted their to home. get it's their apartment. They live there. Yeah. Yeah. You, you what you don't you give away the keys to your apartment? That's idiotic. Yeah. No. Why else would the animals go through all the trouble of Signing a lease the, you know, and, you know, uh, exactly. doing a credit Training check, themselves you know. to do tricks so they can get fed every once in a while. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's fantastic stuff. I uh, am so glad that there's someone like you out there educating the masses. Exactly. But I also want to know, where do you get this information from? Have you, because um, you, you're Dr. Natasha oh, did, Mainbl- yeah. have you gone to college and medical school? I've, I've, I've gone into lots of medical schools. And just to clarify, you uh, so you've just been inside medical schools, or you oh, were yeah. enrolled in a, a medical I, school. I've rolled into them. I've walked into them, for sure, a hundred percent. The way you're saying that so confidently makes me just assume that you've answered the question that I asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. I've seen dead bodies. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Sorry, yeah. You don't see a dead body yeah. unless you're about to, you know, practice a surgery yeah. or cut into them. So no. absolutely. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So um I wanna uh I wanna hear more if yeah. you have more. Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, great. Yeah. But before we do another one, I just wanna know so so many of the guests we have on are Real asshole fiction mm. writers who they love to craft a world and follow a character's journey. And it's just a whole lot of hubbub. And I'm like, give me something real. So how uh, do you go about writing medical truth? Because it's I, it's a different thing than when I sit down and I'm like, okay, what's the story? Huh? What if uh, there was a guy named Michael Wolf and he had a good job? You know, and then it's like the fiction just kind of spills out from there. Of course. First of all, thank you for saying medical truth. Yes. Yeah, because that is what I'm using. Yeah, for sure. Uh, And so to answer these scenarios, you know, what I do is I do a lot of free writing. Mm. Yeah. So I Mm -hmm. say, okay, here's the question. And then I just kind of do kind of stream of consciousness stuff. A lot of times I dip back into Quora. 
You know, yeah. that's okay. where I'm getting the answers. A lot of times I dip back in and I write, hey, guys, I'm trying to come up with a way to answer this question. I get those answers and then I combine those answers mm. to give my You're new like answer. You're like an autodidact. Yeah. Uh, sure. I don't. Uh, that's I don't, offensive to me. And okay. I'm upset that you oh, said that. But I'm sorry. Um, um, well, I'm an equal opportunity offender. So that means that now I have to say something mean to Colin. Okay, go for it. Colin, your hair smells like shit. <laughs> well, that's the uh, Gore Vidal Sassoon. You know. There so is a working. musk to it. Yeah, right? Sure. It's thick. Yes. You can sort of see the lines Musk is putting it. it nicely. I appreciate that. Thank you. Okay, so no um, so you're just sort of educating from, this is like a self-perpetuating machine where you're... I'm a doctor of the people. Yeah, mm. that's so cool. You I'm know? so sick of these doctors yes. who learn from these fancy hoity-toity exactly. liberal... Thank you. <laughs> you know, schools, these elite coastal schools and then want to tell me what to do with my bad body i want to know someone who is just kind of learning what their grandma taught them about what bugs to let bite you if you're sick right and god god bless grandma bessie she died from a beetle yeah well she uh she knew she wanted to go and she let the one that one beetle out that she said never and then it was her time it was was her time time. Yeah. yeah Yeah, and that's so nice when old people know when it's their time and they mm-hmm. kill themselves, oh. you know? What's worse than an old just hanging around for too long? Oh, no I thank like, you. And thank you for calling them an old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're welcome. I just, I've I've had that. The friends who stay too long at the party or, you know, as you, you're at a conversation and everybody just sort of seems to want to go their own way. Yes. And I find that that applies very much to existence as exactly. well. Exactly. Enough already. Donate your body to science. Hey, Betty White, you're done. <laughs> We got all we can. The good Truly. years are behind us. Yeah, we've squeezed that lemon dry. Yeah, that being said, if you're listening, we would love to have you on. So you got another bit? Oh, you know it. Of yes. information? Right, because it's not a comedic bit. This is no. uh, another journal if anything, entry. It's too dry. No. And, yeah, and I, I think it's also great uh, that you stepped away from from comedy to enter the, the, field, uh, the field of medicine because, you know, we had Kang Jong go the other way. Sort of tit for tat, one yes, for one. Yes. So it's exactly. great to it's great to balance you... back out. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry, it takes a while to no, load because these funny. are in Quora. Oh, you know what oh, I you mean? You have to go onto the website. So I have to Take go. Take your time back. to load it. It's funny that you brought up stream of consciousness because Colin and I have been talking a lot about it because we've been hearing about it, and it sounds to us like a good workaround from having to do a lot of the planning and kind of editing and sort of like forethought um, that goes. Sorry, into I wasn't a lot listening. Of... That's fine. That's, that's it's fine. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah it wasn't worth it. <laughs> well, Michael. So you got another... Uh, I sure do. Oh, great. Yeah. You let somebody walk all over you. <laughs> you fool. Oh, no. Your inner monologue is on. Oops. Whoop. Okay, all set. Uh, so this was so this uh, question uh, came through Quora. Can I get herpes from a towel? Oh, there's a lot of responses from other <laughs> non-doctors that said absolutely not. No, of course not. That's ridiculous. Herpes is a virus that it can only be transmitted through skin-to-skin contact. Hmm. And that's when I was like, this is time to step in and really let people know the true mm. danger. Uh, so this is what I wrote, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, 100%. You can get herpes from a towel, and here's how. Herpes is a virus that causes sores on your genitals and mouth. Doctors, in quotes here, say herpes can only be transmitted through skin-to-skin contact. So technically, a towel can't transmit herpes unless it's got some skin on it. Do you know that humans shed a full layer of skin every two weeks? 
Every 14 days, a human slips out of its skin coat. And what do humans dry their wet, flaky skin on? Towels. Mm. But how many of these herpes-rich towels could there be in the world right now? Let's crunch the numbers. There's 7.6 billion people in the world. 50 to 80% of the world's population has herpes. Each of those infected people has about three towels, one for their face, one for their body, one for their butt. So that means there could be up to 18 million towels in the world all waiting to give you herpes. So let's say you're visiting a friend. She's in the bathroom. She's washing her face, dries her mouth sore with a towel. She doesn't even know she has herpes. 90% of people don't. You go in there right after her. You've been holding it and really have to go number two. Not a problem because there's no more toilet paper. She used the last bit. You reach for the only thing left, a freshly used towel. Wipe front, wipe back, wipe out. Game over. You've got herpes on your anus. Someone says, okay, what if I never use someone else's towel? I say, no problem. Here's how you get herpes. You always bring your own towel to the pool, the gym, the bris. You're at the gym curling your big, strong, sexy biceps. You turn to the mirror to get a good look at your delicious self, at which moment some other guy at the gym, a real freak who gets off on going down on people with herpes, not, not sex shaming, just stating that could be fact, accidentally switches his herpes-covered towel with yours. You realize your mistake only after you've wiped your face. You drop the towel, vigorously wash your face, and dry it with a brand new towel. Uh-oh, it's the same towel. You got herpes twice. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And there's I but- knew it. I knew it. Mm-hmm. That seemed that seemed to be what I was thinking when I heard about herpes. This makes sense. Yeah. When I when I hear when I hear this, it makes sense to me. Also, I don't if I have yes. like a fear yeah. that's unfounded yes. and mm-hmm. someone tells me it's unfounded, I automatically don't believe them. Right. When someone tells me that my fears could actually happen, I'm like, this makes sense. And then it's much easier to control you. Yes. Because exactly. you are now operating out of this place of fear. I, yeah. That's one of the things I love. Yeah. Control. Working with Colin mm-hmm. is because he's so scared all the time. I can get him to do just about anything yeah. with just a simple suggestion. Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know about that, Michael. Hey, Colin. Why don't you go fetch uh, my car? You remember how you were scared uh, that you were going to get arrested because you were near someone who was smoking weed last month? Yeah. Well, I heard the cops are around here. And uh, if you don't move my car around the block... They're going to get you. Can I can I step out for just one second? I'll be right back. Yeah, of okay. course. Take yeah. your time. Uh, yeah, I just got to go do something real quick. Okay, cool. Wow. So that's just the sort of thing I'm wow. talking about. Where it's his mind is like, um, it's like a big stick of butter that's been yes. out all day. All day. It's all yeah. loose. Especially when he's fearful. Oh, yeah. He's drooling like, oh, he's back. Oh, I'm, yeah. Okay. Uh, so so I did it. Uh, oh, great. Should be good. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Wow. You're, I think your brains are leaking out of your ears or something. Oh, that also might be the Gore Vidal sassoon. Oh, that yes, because it does it smell can, the yeah, same. Yeah, it congeals. Yeah, it and I think I said it's not for writers, and I'm sort of on the fence of, I mean, I've never been published, so it's... It's oh, might it's be so like, easy. Might, I haven't been published. That's of, wild. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You have to self-publish. It's so easy. Uh, what are you waiting for? I, I'm not self-confident. Oh, okay. You have to get self-confidence Before first you can self-publish. to self-publish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I have a question. Once you Please. have herpes, yes. I, is it true that the only way you can get rid of it is by having sex with a virgin? Well, oh, wow. That's a great question. Um, that is certainly 100% a way to do it. Okay. But it's but not, it's the, not only the only way. Oh, that's interesting. Yes. Huh. Yeah. And, oh, 
No, go ahead. Oh, no. And then I also have a question. Uh, if Please. you do have herpes, yes. uh, you said there are people who like going down on people with herpes? Correct. And where they are, they're at some gym or something? Again, or? So I've never fully met them. Oh, okay. And I say fully met them because I've partially met them, you know, kind of like in glory hole situations. Okay. You're doing research? Well, mostly for pleasure, okay. I will say. But it's it's fun when research kind of, you know, happens. Yeah, it yes. overlaps. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, it's but definitely a Venn diagram. So do I know their names or numbers, okay, gotcha. you know, ASL, that sort of thing? I don't know. Right, okay. right. Yeah. But for sure, they okay. exist. Cool. Okay. I just joined a gym. Oh, and, good. Uh, good. It's not going great. Right. Well, it's hard when you got a really bad body. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's like, I don't know where to start. And the check-in, the per- check-in person who just has to scan my little barcode just laughs the minute I walk in the yeah. door. Well, also, when they ask, like, what are you trying to work on? What's your ideal yeah. body? You usually say, I'm just trying to balance out the rest of this with my ass because I'm <laughs> busting through my nightgown. And I just want the rest of it I to sort of. I know just I can't want an fix equilibrium. That. Yeah, I just want it to look not yeah. out of proportion. They said they asked me, "What are your goals?" Because I paid seven thousand dollars to get ten minutes with a personal trainer, <laughs> and they said, nice. uh, "They said, what are your goals?" And I just said, "Danny DeVito." Your goals are so that is to have the body of Danny DeVito. I would love to come close. That is smart that you said that because you what had ten minutes. I had ten minutes. So really, them. you do have to dial it down. Yeah, yeah. and you, that's, you go for what is closest to what you already look like (laughs) exactly but i would kill to have danny devito's bod wouldn't we all yeah yeah. well it's true but right now so yeah i've been using the gym mostly they've just had me um kind of being one of the uh, weight racks you are a weight rack yes so that means you're holding the weights so i'm down on all fours and there's a bunch of weights on my back Okay. Uh, which they get pretty heavy. So that is a good workout. And then they take a barbell. And I used to have an innie belly button, but now I have an Audi. Okay. They tie it to that. And that's hanging down there. I have a question. Yeah. Uh-huh. Is this gym, is everyone else who goes to the gym kind of in leather always and just kind of um, whacking at you? Yes, with some it's sort like of three whip? stories underground. Yeah. Um, you have to call them madam. Yes, exactly. Okay, yeah, you're going to Equinox. Okay, well, let me just say, I know Equinox is expensive. I know it's sort of political, uh, and I wish right right now, you know, they are supporting Trump, who we try not to say his name on this show, but I don't know any other way around it. Honestly, it's been pretty easy to avoid saying his name because (laughs) we've avoided it for about how many episodes have we done? Like a thousand? Yeah, well, it's pretty much all nonsense on uh, (laughs) the. But anyway, so I don't want to support Trump, but I did get uh, Equinox. They helped me sign up for uh, a smaller amount um, every month, but I did have to sign a (laughs) I did have to sign a 15 year contract. But it's only two hundred and fifty dollars a month, so okay, it kind of evens out for them. And you're doing it seems like you're doing just the sex dungeon location. Yes, that's it's only one location. It's that one that's yeah. two or three yeah. stories underground. And they said soon I will work up to where I can touch the weights, not just have the weights touch me. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, I mean your back does look different. I yeah. will say. Yeah, it's got a lot more dense. Yes. Um, and I would love to maybe just if you have a minute afterwards to show you some of the other things that are wrong with my body. Um, I would, you know, I got, I have to, I can't. Okay, that's fine. I don't even I have actually, a minute. Honestly, I was expecting a no, so you just delivered what I was okay, good. hoping for. Now, you did say the word genitals. I did. That means penis and vaguli. Um, I'm sorry, say that one more time. 
genitals is the fancy doctor word for a penis or a vaguli. God, I, I, every time you say it, I get, I start to drool. Huh. I, it sounds like a delicious Italian meal. Mm. And I just start, it's like a, a Pavlovian yeah. response. Yes. Uh, so, you know, I have never heard that for genitals, but, you know, if it, sure. Is it could hard be it. to keep balanced in your mind all of the normal words and all of the doctor words? Oh, gosh. You know, well, first of all, I don't like to call the normal word. The normal words I call uh, muggle words. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of and course. then, of course, there's the medical words. So the muggle words I do keep in my brain, but I don't like them. You know, right. they're they're stinky and I don't think they should have equal rights. And a muggle is, a, is a kid's TV show. Oh, muggle. No, a muggle is from the Harry Potter universe. It's another word for a penis. Oh, okay. It's a historical. Harry Potter, of course, we also know is a wonderful historical book. A historical text of what life used to be like. Yeah. It's It's, one of my favorite uh, biographies. mm, Yeah. Yeah. So um, do you have another? I have one more. Sure. Wonderful. I would love to hear it. I mean, I really, I have about 10,000, but I understand that, you know, perhaps we don't have time and I don't want, I want people to still buy the book. Oh, yeah. Of course you can't. I mean, if you, why buy the cow if you can get the milk for free? Yeah. Why buy the book when you can rip the pages out and then just put them on your bookshelf? And this is sort of that, but with a limit where people can listen, they can get a little bit of a snippet. That's how we should brand the show. Is How? get a snippet of your favorite author and then go buy the book and I don't brand know. We got to do show, something. Brand the show. That's a good idea. Yeah, brand the show. The show. Huh? Huh? Should we rename it Lit AF? Oh yeah, that would be a pretty good name for oh, it. Oh, right? I love that, especially yeah. with your new mango wardrobe. It's gonna look great. Could you not tell the listeners about the purchases I've gotten? Yeah, were well, you just so proud of them? Yeah, what we talk yeah, about off air before the show. Yeah, I kind of opened myself up. Honestly, was feeling really good about making a bunch of purchases at what I thought was a cool new hip. I mean, it's called mango. If things are called everything, the Gap. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, if you're going Mango's to a clothing store that's named after an SNL I'm in a bad character, fucking from mood. I'm in the a real 90s. bad mood. And not just because of this. I just got a big rejection letter from, oh, from what? Simon and Schuster. Neither of them want to date me. <laughs> I didn't realize they were even. You sent them a letter? Wow. I sent them a letter asking, asking if they'd like to go on a date, and they sent me a they rejection both. letter. Wow. Well, That's I, tough. That is tough. I sent to each one. I started with Simon, obviously. It's yeah. just one address. Yeah, Michael, yes, you're going to care of care. Oh, of. OK, that's yeah, but smart. Michael, they're gonna, it's going to get back Simon. to them. It's going to get back. That they're like, oh, I just got this letter right. asking me out. They're like, I just got this letter asking me out. Who is it? They find out it's you. They're going to be annoyed. It's not special. That yeah. Way. Well, now I'm back to trying to fuck a penguin. And that's and that's fine. Because just know that they mate for life. Okay. So when you yeah, that's a, that's a, oh, yeah, I if I have a fear of anything. It's elastic. If I have a fear of two things, it's uh, commitment. <laughs> and I think both are equal. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Shall we? Yeah, please. Uh, so again, right. So uh, a woman uh, wrote, and I'm keeping everyone's identity secret, by the way, just because, you know, kind of patient zero. Mm-hmm. Of course. Well, you got so much criticism for the book for using their names. I did. Yeah. Using their names, using their addresses, using their, you know, photos. Yeah. Totally using a Google Maps of, of where their, their house is. Yeah, using their social security and card. And the thing is, I need to do that because as a doctor, yeah. you have to know your patient's history and medical records so you can be informed. It's called doctor patient confidentiality. Exactly. And you have to be confident when you put out their information online. Yeah. Right. So I really don't know what that lawsuit's about at all. 
So I keep telling the judge, throw it out. You know what yeah. I mean? But anyway, they keep making me come back to court. Okay, here we go. Uh, can you get pregnant from sitting on your boyfriend's lap was the core question. Again, right? A bunch of yahoos said, no, absolutely mm-hmm. not. It's only through penetration, penis into vagina. This is the reason why we have so many women in this country mm-hmm. pregnant mm-hmm. without a, a stable home. Absolutely. This is why. So yep. here is what I say. A hundred percent. And here's how. You're sitting on your boyfriend's lap face to face. He's wearing jeans, button fly. The manufacturer of the jeans made an error. Put too much space in between the buttons. This leaves a gap wide enough for the tip of a penis to poke out its little head. Unbeknownst to you, your boyfriend is not wearing underwear. Hockey practice got too sweaty. The window in the living room is slightly ajar. It's springtime. A petal flies in. Your boyfriend is allergic. He sneezes. Point zero 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 eight percent of men orgasm when they sneeze. Is that something you... Well, we'll talk about that after. He's one of those men. As he sneezes, his body contracts and pushes your crotch so it's directly above the hole where his penis pokes out of his button fly. Now, if you're a woman who has ever sat on a surface other than 100% cotton, the crotch of your pants is filled with microscopic holes. If one of those pit holes lines up with the exposed tip of your boyfriend's penis, no penetration necessary, you're pregnant. All right, so... I'm uh, never having kids. That is too... Yeah. It's That's too dangerous. I'm never even going to sit on Santa's lap ever again. Yeah. After, after hearing you this. You can't. And here's the thing. Here's the problem. You don't even have to sit on your boyfriend's lap to get pregnant. Right. What? Okay. Let's say you're nowhere near your boyfriend's okay. lap. Okay. You're sitting across the room talking about something unsexual like magnets or roofers in your area. <laughs> I mean, that depends on the roofers yeah, in your I area. But, see, but, but I continue. I a lot yeah. of banner ads yeah. for hot single roofers in my area. <laughs> yeah. But you live in an area of the country plagued by cold fronts and a low pressure system. Outside your window, a southerly wind of 15 miles per hour changes to a southwesterly wind of 50 miles per hour at 5,000 feet altitude. Now you've got a tornado outside your window. Both of you get sucked into a wind vortex in the eye of the tornado. All of your clothes rip off and the wind sends your body onto his lap. The pull of the vortex creates the suction around your boyfriend's penis and sucks him right off. The semen is pulled out of his body and onto your lap. You're pregnant. Oh, oh my God. That's yeah. 18 yeah. years right there. Jesus. Exactly. What and do you I, mean that's 18? Oh, to, yeah. to have yeah. to be in jail a kid. for no. getting pregnant what? from a tornado. <laughs> no. I didn't know that was a, a law. Yeah, well, there's I, a lot of laws out there you don't know about. Yeah. They just, the old laws, oh, you know, right, that they right. just refuse to get rid of. Yeah, you can't get, get married on a Tuesday. Right. Uh, you can't. You can't get pregnant from a tornado. I meant 18 years, you'll have to take care of a kid before you can ignore them. Oh, no, yeah. you can kick him or out s- at seven. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just if, like uh, if they're advanced, if they're smart, you can probably right. send if them they're away. Ready. If they're not feeding from the nipple, they're good to go. Oh, yeah. Right. The minute they unlatch. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's a, incredible. I got to yeah. say, I wish I was getting the advice of a doctor like you from a much earlier age. That's what I'm saying. I'd make a lot of life changes. Yeah. Um, and I, I believe you had a you had a question that you were going to ask I us did. in the middle of yes. there. If you want to, uh, are are you two? Are you both men that sneeze orgasm when you sneeze? I think we can both answer at the same time. Yes, yes. absolutely. Uh, yeah. uh, yes, yes. Yeah. So, you it, look like it. It's yeah. um, it's a yeah. 
We're we're both uh, very uh, sexually fulfilled people. Well, it just your brow is bigger. Yeah, it's there's true. something. I have a very thick ridge. I and I'll just say it doesn't stop at orgasming when I sneeze. Oh, when I sneeze, everything that could happen does. Oh, so it's a little. So um, it's a little bit from everywhere. Yes, full yeah. evacuation. From every hole. Yeah, it's a full. It's a full evacuation. Oh, I understand. Um, wow, I, I this is so amazing. I do want to give our obviously our listeners are getting tons of great medical advice, but I also want to know some more writing advice for them. Like yes. let's say they're at home and they're like, oh, my book about um, a rocket ship that gets lost isn't very good. What if I was to write medical works? <laughs> Look, you can't enter into the medical field lightly. Into fiction writing, absolutely. Okay, every jagoff can get into fiction writing. Yeah, most right? of them do. Exactly. <laughs> this is a higher art that it's going to take, look, what is it? To become a professional doctor, you need to first spend four years walking in and out of universities. Right. Okay? You got to roll in. Right. Walk in. You walk in. Cut a body. Sit down somewhere. That Slice sort of thing. Slice a dead body. Slice a well, dead body. Well, that's not until medical school. Okay. You know, so first you have to spend some time writing on papers, that sort of thing. Right. right? Okay. Yes. And then you have to spend four more years, right, in and around some sort of medical school. Just in the... Yes. vicinity Correct. in the field it's called being in the in, field in the field right and then you have to spend what i think two more years just kind of loitering around a hospital being getting mm. admitted right dressing up in the wardrobe getting patients you know medicine that right. sort of Handing, thing shaking people's hands as they yes. come in and out of the right. building now colin and i are famously words guys not numbers boys but i think that sounds like two decades it's it's two decades at minimum mm. And at maximum. So there are ways to be in the medical field without being a medical doctor. Okay, so I don't, I don't, <coughs> I don't agree with that. I am a medical doctor. Okay, and yeah. I have been. I keep. Sorry, I'm getting okay. very upset no, because no, no. this yeah. keeps happening to me. Okay, uh, even WebMD kicked me out. What? Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They let anybody in. Yeah. It, well, okay. You obviously, can't even not. log on to that site anymore. No. That's for sucks. some reason. Yeah. Uh, so. There is just a real stigma against me, somebody who is trying to be a doctor of the people, for the people, right. by the internet, through the internet. That's so fucked up that the medical field has a stigma against yeah. unlicensed doctors. Yeah, that's it's some really real fucked up, up shit. I'm going to say it. Thank because you. you're trying to help people. Yes. Why wouldn't they want that? I'm giving yeah. them a diagnosis that they're not getting from anybody else because everyone else is saying, no, that's not something you should be worried about. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, here's a diagnosis for all you people at WebMD. Uh, you're a bunch of idiots. Thank yeah, get, so get fucked and why don't you go ahead and suck it off too? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. And that's actually on your T-shirt right now. Well, yeah. again, Colin and I are trying to brand the podcast yeah. better because this show is lit AF. Yeah. I just think I was trying to, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to insult you. That's I was okay. trying to say that um, a field, there can be lots of different ways to express yourself except for the one main thing. Like in comedy, you don't have to be a famous professional good, funny stand-up comedian, you could also be a podcast host or an agent. Those are just ways to sort of be in the two options. comedy field without necessarily doing comedy or being funny. Right. I, the only thing, if I may press back against that sure. parallel, a, a comedian and someone who does a podcast is... It's just kind of like, you know, if we were in Shakespearean times, yeah. right? The podcasters are um, kind of the 
the groundlings, you know, but not even not even the people I would say kind of the trash that's being thrown at the groundlings. And comedians are like the kings. I I didn't do groundlings. (laughs) I was more UCB. Groundlings is like a LA, that's an LA right? thing, yeah. 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 Is that a, is this they a had joke that back in so there was the was globe like and then there was also SNL. groundlings back in Shakespeare's time huh. too. Yes, was, yeah. So like Del Close was friends with William Shakespeare. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. And so they had two different schools. Okay. They, and they started oh, okay. it there okay. and then the, the Del Close form. went to Chicago. Okay. Right. From, from uh, England. From England. Okay. Okay. I do have another question. What yes. is a herald? Yes. What really? Who is a herald? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and who is Harold? Harold is just kind of a guy who um, is kind of always starting scenes, mm, okay. you know, and is always kind of tagging people out as soon as they get into his scenes. Yes. Uh, and he's he he doesn't he doesn't like to let the women talk in scenes. So that's Harold. Okay. Well, wouldn't wow. like to meet that guy, yeah. but he does sound funny. Oh, he's very funny. I have one more question while we're talking about comedy. Yes. Uh, have oh. you seen the web series of Triplets of Kings County? Oh God! You know what I think? Yes. Oh wow! Yes. You know and what could it you was? Plug it for our audience. It was recommended to me, so I was watching a bunch of bullshit videos. Yeah. And YouTube has this algorithm that this uh, triplets popped up. It was like, yeah. hey, you seem to like trash, dog shit, garbage content. Right. And okay. the, it let me have that. And I honestly, you might have read my comment, but I said I love trash, dog shit content, and even this is. Do- <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of the feedback we've been getting honestly or we got five years ago yeah well, you know you're... the woman who plays the witch is really fun oh fantastic and she i think really will have good. a fantastic. career you're not gonna like this though uh it was you you're not gonna like to hear this what? a lot of our uh people who were in the web series forgot that they were in it it was they... sort of like a oh, collective um amnesia that sort of yeah. happened I'm... a lot of because a lot of people went on to have pretty good careers and they all do seem to have forgotten that they were in it because i don't see them posting wow. about it i don't see them sharing it so it's like hmm, oh. julio torres congratulations on your hbo special would it kill you to share an episode of a web series you were in five years ago <laughs> Oh, hey. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh. God, because I thought, I, I guess because I've deleted all my tags, you know, like when right. you guys tag me, scrubbed. I just always delete it. You've scrubbed yourself from I that side of the internet. completely forgot. Hey, Dan Chamberlain, why don't you take a minute off from writing for Jimmy Fallon and share a video you were in now about five years right. ago. Yeah, no, they won't do that. Yeah. And uh, just again, love to have uh, either Julio or Dan on the, the podcast. Just respond uh, to our yeah. emails and we'll find a time. We will work around your schedules. Well, um, any words, last words of advice for young aspiring writers who want to do what you do? Uh, yeah, yeah. Look, it's not easy. You know, I will say that uh, it takes a, l- especially transitioning. But in in a career where if you're not at first, you know, a, a medical writer, uh, but I say. Give it a go. You know, All if right. there's something that you're excited about, give it a go. And if there is a rash that you have on your body, I will say 100% it's cancer. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, you heard it here. That's 100%. Not not a shadow of a doubt? 100% okay. confirmed. All it's right. going to be cancer. Okay, then I have to I have to go to the ER right yes, now. Yes, you should. I thought that maybe I just rubbed up against my linen shirt too hard, but... No. Oh, yes. Your, your butt is busting out of that. Yeah. It's just crazy because it's it's a shirt, but somehow your butt has managed to get all it's the way up. It's a long shirt. You, you yeah. have a high butt. You have a very you have a high, high rest, It rests very high yes. on your it body. It's high and long. 
My ass starts um, yeah. from like my third vertebrae. Well, mm-hmm. because like uh, I, when I first met you, I thought you had like a like a hunch, like a humpback. But yes, it, I was like, oh, maybe he's like a Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah. Yes. My, yeah. my back famously. Hey, French, uh, but yeah. it was your butt. Wow, yeah, it was my ass. My 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 ass famously crests. Yes. I have this sort of like peak, like a mountain. Well, it's not just that. You also have one very lazy eye. And then the other one is like overactive, yeah, yes. which makes the lazy right. one seem even lazier. And that yeah. one long tooth, yeah. yeah. And you know what? You work at a bell tower. You're always. <laughs> I don't work at the bell tower. I hang out at the bell tower. They yes. will not pay me. <laughs> You're interning at the bell tower. I'm interning at so the bell tower. There are a lot of similarities. Yeah. I'm listen, but uh, no French accent. I will say you definitely lost. Yeah. That. It didn't stick. It huh. did not stick. So you know that's um. That's. I think that's good because that means I'm not stuck just working in France. I can work anywhere. Of you course. can work at a bell tower yeah. anywhere. Yeah, exactly. There's a bell tower. Maine. Yes. Yeah. Um, port Authority. Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to ring those Port Authority bells. Mm-hmm. Might as well be this guy with an ass halfway up his back. Anyway, Dr. Natasha <laughs> Vainblad, it's been a pleasure and a delight. I'm terrified of my body and the things that are happening to it. And that's that's so crazy because that is the subtitle of my book. Oh, wow. You're going to be terrified of your body and the things happening to it. So thank you for that plug. <laughs> that's perfect. Everybody <laughs> yes. check out the official medical journal, No Jokes. Um, it's self-published. So where Self-published. Can they- so you can find it on Amazon. I'll be putting it kind of in any kind of uh, stand where there's newspapers. So I'll yeah. be putting ag- it there. And again, if you find it in the comedy or fiction section move it right over Please. to the non-fiction medical uh section yes. of your local bookstore it's not funny whoever's it's doing that funny. it's not funny it's not no. funny and you know what? i'm gonna say none of this has been funny the whole Absolutely damn not. thing this is a serious podcast thank you yeah and, and that's, that's the end of that chapter Hey, um, but seriously, will you look at some of the stuff on my body? Because I have these open sores that are oh, just... Oh, absolutely. And weeping. I have a couple sores that are closed up too much, if that makes sense. Oh, I can open them up for okay, sure. Okay, great. Just so you guys know, I only... No gloves, only mouth. Hey, hey. That's kind of how I work. You're tugging my language. <laughs> okay, I'm tugging your language? <laughs> huh? And I gotta go. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.